Staring at her brother so hard. Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we'll be talking about So Far, So Pleased. From Rave unto the Joy Fantastic. Mm. Recorded early 1999 at Paisley Park, and then later in July 1999 at Electric Lady Studios in New York, Prince added some vocals from Gwen Stefani. Uh, released on the 9th of November 1999, on the track you've got Prince, Gwen Stefani, Kirk Johnson, Rhonda Smith, and Marva King. The song is 3 minutes 24, and joining me to talk about today is Noah McMillan. Hello, Noah. Hi there. And I think in terms of, like, a song, I think, uh, you know, for the genre, I would say, uh, to me, rock ballad. Yeah. I feel, you know, it kind of it kind of makes sense. I mean, yeah, no, it's kind of got, like, the, the like the straightforward kind of driving Prince thing going on. It's, it's, it's recalls, like, I don't know, more of his, like, like 80s sort of material in this sort of vein. Yeah. Yeah, it is, a, it, like, it's a very... Mm. Kirk Johnson... Uh, not 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 a a, pe- a person that people in the fan community of Prince particularly like anymore, um, but his drumming, I, I mean I don't want to say simple, but I think one of the things that holds most of the songs on Raven to the Joy yeah, back is the fact that he's you know he's not really a drummer in the same way that you know Sheila E or Michael Bland were or even like John Blackwell mm-hmm. you know he he can obviously do what Prince wants him to do, but it feels like he's not adding anything himself he's not he's not bringing an extra dimension you know when Sheila yeah, Sheila E would do the drums that Prince clearly wanted but she'd always add something uh-huh. extra and you you felt like she was collaborating with Prince whereas Kirk Johnson mm-hmm. feels very much like a hired hand um, in terms of the drumming on on the this album human drum machine type and, yeah. and that, that's something that you know obviously it's something that I'll mention a lot on this album that that to me feels like one of the things that takes pretty much everything down by one star because it like if you know the yeah. drums and you know I think Rhonda is, you know, she's really good, you know, and on certainly on the truth, you know, the songs where she was she was on there, you really felt her input, and you know, she's one of the kind of the highlights I would say of this album as well, um, you know. But mm. uh, and obviously we get here Gwen Stefani, one of the many stars that Clive Davis of Arista <laughs> wanted to have collaborate with Prince, um, you know, by all accounts, uh, no doubt were fans of Prince anyway. So, you know, Prince obviously getting in touch with Mm -hmm. Gwen Stefani. It's not like she was ever going to turn him down. Um, You know, and she sang on this track, uh, you know, doing the... I mean, it's credited as co-lead vocals, but i got to be honest with you, it's very hard for me to make her out. Um, (laughs) You know, so she gets co-lead vocal credit here, and she did this in return for Prince um, working on a song with No Doubt. Um, And that song turned out to be Waiting Room, which, you know, I might cover at a later date as a bonus track. Um, you know, and I, I feel like the collaboration on Waiting Room worked a lot more than the collaboration here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Two songs, I feel like that's just, like it's kind of Prince taking No Doubt sound and turning it into his. Whereas here, I don't feel like Gwen Stefani is really adding that much. Has really any any input on what on the direction of the no. song? You know, um, it's like I feel like Prince can can add direction to other people's stuff, but. Nobody can take it away from him on his own material. No, it's it's very hard for them to kind of influence him. I feel like the only time that he really yeah. was strongly influenced, particularly after the revolution left, 
Um, you know, obviously the new power generation kind of pushed him to a more mm-hmm. R&B direction, mostly because, you know, the, the band consisted of mainly black members, <laughs> whereas the revolution was a mostly white band. So I feel like that kind of helped push him more towards kind of like R&B stuff in terms of the influence yeah. that they could possibly have on Prince. And obviously, you know, he started doing his own rapping as well. So I feel like those are the kind of influences that New Power Generation had. But I feel like after you lose the New Power Generation after, you know, like gold, no one really has that much of an influence over Prince's work, mm-hmm. possibly until Third Eye Girl, where you do kind of get... Yes, more yeah, no, I was about to say, yeah. yeah, Third Eye Girl is a good example of that. Also, I feel like he's he was, he's been picking up... I mean, in his more recent stuff, he picks up on a lot of, like, Janelle Monet uh, yeah. sort of... yeah. Influence. Yeah, so, so, so there is a kind of for the last few albums that he does, there is a little bit of it. You can feel people actually being able to kind of influence his work a little yeah. bit more. But you know, Gwen Stefani basically has, other than coming in and singing a few lines, she doesn't really seem to have any kind of direction on what's going on with this song. And it also, mm-hmm. it opens up in my least favorite way that pretty much every track on Rave and <laughs> to the Joy Fantastic does, which is by stating the title in the first line. Yeah, and that's something that I think like 90% of the tracks on this album do and it feels like such a kind of it's like build up to the chorus like if you're going to have the title as like the chorus which it kind of feels like it is here mm-hmm. build up to it don't just yeah. tell me it in the first line um but i mean this is a this is a song that has like a good maybe 50% title i would say <laughs> yeah. um there's a lot of repetitions the, 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 so far so please um yeah the title's said exactly the same way in the intro as in the chorus yeah uh, but the you know the backing changes of course, but I mean it's 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 just yourself da, 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 and it's like just that over and over again kind of thing. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I'm not a not a huge fan. Yeah, I mean like of... it, it sounds a little bit like um, there's another Prince song that this always reminds me of, and I can't remember what it is now. I think it's something off Emancipation. There's something off Emancipation that kind of mm. sounds roughly the same as this. Um, you know, it has that mm. kind of the, the same kind of cadences. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, like, I like the way you touch me, I like the way you tease. No cars, no keys, which I think is an interesting kind of, you know, I had to get us stranded, if you know what I mean, big scar on my knee. Like, there's a lot of kind of, <laughs> you know, mean knee, tease, keys, you know, like, there's a lot of kind of basic rhymes. Uh, begging mm. for a kiss, is such, a kiss is such a dull routine. Still, I'm so far, so pleased. Like, it, <laughs> it kind of keeps going back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't really, like, again, it doesn't, it, like, this seems to be like a, you know, a, a kind of, like, a, you know, a love story, you know, but with stuff like begging for a kiss and, you know, getting us stranded and, like, it doesn't seem that romantic, it's, you know? Um, you know, I find Right it, on the edge of romance and, and horror, I would say. Well, also, you know, when he says, I find another beauty mark with every glass of red wine, it's like, do you not, like, do you not look at her face when you're not drunk? Like, when you're sober, do you not notice, like, a beauty mark on her face? What's, like, what's going on? Like, generally, when it comes to beauty marks, they're, they're fairly noticeable. Like, uh-huh. you know, so, I don't know. Maybe maybe all the, the, the wine consumption is, like, making, like, liver spots come up or something <laughs> like that. Maybe. Yeah, there's that, that, that thing that uh, turns people's noses red when they become alcoholic. Uh-huh. I don't know what it's yeah. called. Um, yeah, so maybe there's a touch of that. Prince calls on. it a beauty mark, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's calling it a beauty mark. Maybe it's not a beauty mark, but uh-huh. I don't know. Like, every time I have to go, I go and lose my mind. Like, it sounds like someone who's obsessed more than kind of in love. Um, and then, you know, 
I, I, I do kind of like that he says, you know, I could spend the night and leave at 10.15. It's <laughs> just like him picking such a precise time the following morning to leave. But I kind of like that. It's like, it's like yeah. Yeah, you know, if I stay, I'm going tomorrow at about 10.15. So, you know, order me an Uber. Um, or mm-hmm. don't. Don't use Uber. They're a terrible company. Um, yeah. Don't even use Lyft. Just, you know, mm. walk or use public transport. Um, so, yeah. so, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird because like for all the effort that's put into this song, and it does feel like it's a bit of a production. You know, to me, the drums don't feel like anything special. You know, the bass is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Gwen's voice is not really prominent enough to kind of make a difference. You know, I would have preferred it if Prince was going to, you know, if you're going to invite Gwen Stefani in, who has a very distinctive voice. Yeah. You know, turn it into like you know, share lines. You know, you sing a line, she sings a line. You know, like. Have her sing a verse. Have you sing the chorus? Like, do something so we can actually get to hear her voice. As it mm. is, she's a little bit kind of mixed in. Um, the most you can hear her voice is when she she's singing the melody when Prince takes the harmony uh, in like it was like I like the way you da, 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 I like the way you tease like that part. Yeah, and like that's that's the most when we get is like that phrase every now and again so it's, to me it feels like a missed opportunity you know yeah a, a lot of a lot of rave feels like a missed opportunity to me mm-hmm. um you know it, like I, I feel like it's going to be like three weeks of me being down on this album but like <laughs> you know as a prince fan you know put it in context this was you know probably the second or third prince album that i bought you know on uh, cd um mm. i don't think this was even available on cassette to be honest with you um, and this was around the time where, you know, like I'd, I'd really gotten into Prince earlier in the decade. And by this point, you know, I was anticipating Prince's next release. So it was hyped up, you know, pretty much all summer. Prince spent a lot of time hyping up what this album was going to be and making appearances here and there. Um, you know, so when it actually came out and I got to listen to it, like each track kind of left me thinking, OK, so, you know, I'm guessing the next track is going to be the killer. Yeah, like, when is it going to get good? Yeah. It has to get good eventually. <laughs> yeah, so that's the kind of feeling that I have about pretty much all the songs, you know, on this album. And no, yeah, but like, uh-huh. I don't like, I don't feel like this song is telling like a particularly di- like an interesting story. Like, it's talking about a you know a guy who seems to be a bit obsessed about this woman, gets drunk, notices her beauty marks, offers to stay the night, and he's going to leave tomorrow <laughs> at quarter past ten. You know, call him a taxi for that time. But like. Other than that, it like it doesn't it, like it feels like if you're gonna have Gwen Stefani on a song, you know, mm. you know, not like I'm I'm not like the biggest no doubt, you know, fan in the world, but when you listen to you know Don't Speak, which was a huge hit for a yeah. reason, or you know you listen to uh, Just a Girl, which was probably the first time, you know that um, that I uh, that I kind of knew about No Doubt. Mm-hmm. The, the lyrics are the things that are really interesting. Like, whether or not you're into kind of, you know, new wave reggae or whatever, you know, she kind yeah. of, whatever that band was actually, you know, mm-hmm. classified as, the lyrics were always quite interesting. You know, what she had to say in Just a Girl is interesting. You know, what she, what she was talking about in Don't Speak. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of people related to. That thing was number one uh-huh. all over the world. So it's it's like, I don't know why you didn't, you know, at least let Gwen write a verse and, you know, kind of contribute something instead of just having to come in and essentially be a backing singer. Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of affection for, like, Gwen Stefani's, like, solo stuff, like, from around this time period, and, and I still think that those records hold up really well, and I, I, I feel like she is capable, and I feel like we could see more of, like, a back and forth, like, two different voices talking about two different things, maybe, you know? Yeah. But as it is, it it felt for me. It feels like, I mean, it feels harsh to say two, but I'll say I'll say two and a half. Probably going to a yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. It's I kind was... of it's just kind of in that middling range. Like there's still some uh-huh. interesting stuff in here. 
But if we had, you know, like Michael B doing the drums, if we had John Blackwell doing the drums, that I think mm-hmm. would elevate it. And if we'd have given, you know, Gwen a little bit more of a spotlight, maybe that would have made it stand out a bit more. As it is, you know, on an album of like, you know, 15 mostly forgettable songs, it just feels like, you know, the transition between two forgettable songs. Like it doesn't, uh, it doesn't feel like it really stands out. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like a single, really, to be honest. No. You know? And it, it was, but I mean, but it, I, I, apparently it didn't do that great. If I don't maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Yeah, well, I think they were going to release it as a single, and they kind but, of. But then the other singles didn't do that great, and then they pulled it. Yeah, they 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 were kind of planning it. Um, the funny thing is, the same thing happened with Prince and EMI. You know, they were planning a number mm. of single releases, and then there was an issue with EMI, and the like, the whole company basically collapsed, and so they never, <laughs> they never kind of released it as a single. And so uh-huh. the same thing kind of happened here where obviously, you know, the songs where they'd had guest vocalists come in, they were planning to release as a, a set of singles one after the other. But, you know, there was a remix of this that was going to be on, you know, what was what was being called the hot experience. Um, and, you know, it was going to be a 12 inch. They were obviously looking for some kind of like, you know, club action. And yeah. in the end, it kind of got pulled and, you know. And the thing is as well, on Rave, um, Rave Into the Joy Fantastic, um, there is a slightly different version of the song that is one second longer that has just a slightly different fade out. I don't even know why Prince did that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, like I say, like two feels harsh, so I'll say three out of five. Yeah, um, I, I think I'm probably going to go two on this one. I mean, it's just the, the drumming. I, I'm not a fan of the, the way that it sounds. I'm not a fan of just the production on the drums kind of takes a lot away from the song i do like the guitar in like the the kind of like the middle eight ish part um yeah i'll I'll give it a two and a half maybe on like a good day but (laughs) i'm i'm not really i'm not a big fan of this one yeah like i said i feel like waiting room out of the kind of two prince gwen stefani collaborations is probably the better track by a mile um, and I think the yeah. improvement on that is that it was more of a collaboration between, you know, Prince and, you know, mm-hmm. No Doubt, rather than just being, you know, like, rather than just being a backing vocalist, I think, you know, Gwen actually had some input into that one. Prince did play this song live a few times, mm-hmm. um, you know, from 2011 to 2014, you know, oddly enough, like, <laughs> like more than a decade after the album had come out. And I know on at least a couple of those, because I've seen them on YouTube, he was accompanied by Gwen Stefani. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was obviously, ladies and gentlemen, Gwen Stefani, and out she came, and they sang it together. Um, I can't, you know, I, I guess live, maybe with a different band, it probably would have been a bit more memorable. And also, obviously, mm-hmm. I think seeing Gwen there. I have, I mean, yeah. the, the quality, of the, I've seen clips on YouTube, and the, the quality is not fantastic on YouTube, so you can't really kind of hear much of a difference. It's one of those things where someone's recorded it on their phone, and you can't, you don't really get any of the sound of what's going on. You just kind of get a lot of high frequencies, so... You can see, like, the, uh, the outline of another person on stage. <laughs> yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not like it, it kind of improved it. But I think maybe, you know, a live a live version with a kind of a better band would probably mm-hmm. kind of bring something different to it. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, I felt like we said about as much as we can about so far, so please. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug now? Um, yeah, I have a uh, SoundCloud where I post music sometimes. Uh, it's uh, soundcloud.com slash Zeta underscore waves. Zeta, like the uh, Greek letter, I guess. Um, I'm also on Twitter at I am the best Noah. I occasionally post things there. Um, I don't know. 
Uh, do what you want, I guess. <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure where you would, at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Noah. All right, thank you for having me. And otherwise. <laughs>